coming to you from an undisclosed location somewhere in the northern hemisphere waiting out the alien apocalypse he is armed with a machete and a microphone join michael james as he seeks answers to the paranormal conspiracies ancient mysteries and the occult are you ready to trip the fuck out this is beyond the forbidden Welcome to Beyond the Forbidden. Yes, I know it's been a while. I had to reset. I had to take a break. I've been trying to get this man on for a while. I love his research. I have his book right here. Boom. Bloodlines of the Illuminati. I believe it came out in 94. Is that right? Or 95, Fritz? Welcome to the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, Michael. Thank you for having me on. I, I'm just like you. I haven't been on very much for a long time. The last four years, I've been supporting my family and extremely busy. But on November 1st, I got fired from my job because I wouldn't take the jab. So uh, God's turned that into a great blessing. Now I can be on uh, shows like yours. And that's, so that's I'm awesome. excited to be on this show with you. So I guess before I was, well, we were talking about pre-show, uh, before I tell you what I was going to tell you before we went ahead and started recording. So what do they say? Well, let, let me, I'm not saying take a whole lot of time on it, but what did you do when they said, what happened? Did they say, Fritz, you're about to get the shot or you're out of here? Or, or did you say, no, I'm out of here? Like what happened? What took place for you to say, no, I'm not, I'm not getting inoculated. Well, they weren't nice about it. We had 4,000 employees that work at the uh, Tyson plant that I worked, worked at. And I've worked there the last four years. Uh, they just kept pressuring us every day. And they told us ahead of time that they were gonna fire us if we didn't take it. And about 400 of us uh, didn't and, and got fired. So that was about 10%. Mm. Uh, but a lot of people that told me that they were not going to take it broke quick. Before we go into any further, briefly Fritz, me and I'm sure several of my listeners uh, that's been following me for a while know who you are. And probably you have your book out there, but explain just just the Cliff Notes version of you, and uh, I guess what got you interested in the research and conspiracies, Illuminati, and uh, what 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 was that spark that that helped you to to have eyes to see? Well, it it, it was a long process. My whole life, I would say, uh, led up to it. But at a certain point in my life, uh, this would have been 1978, I got a calling to expose things, a calling from God in a dream. And uh, at first I started to do it. The, the first thing that I was to expose was the corruption in the churches. Um, but then 
for about 10 years, I got away from my calling. And in 1990, I got back into it. And then at that point, I started writing a series of books. Um, and I wrote a seven book series on the Illuminati, The Who, which is the book that you're showing. The Bloodlines of the Illuminati is The Who. But I also uh, came out with The How, which would be my Illuminati formula book and, and its sequel, Deeper Insights, which goes into the, the, the total top, the long title of the formula book is the Illuminati formula used to create an undetectable total mind control slave. And so anyway, I wrote uh, the who, why, where, when, how. I wrote a series of books on the Illuminati. And um, that's why some people jokingly call me Mr. Illuminati. But at any rate, uh, I did that uh, because I realized that to expose what was going on in the churches, one had to understand the bigger picture. But uh, so I kind of got into the bigger picture uh, because my original calling was to expose the corruption in the churches. That's what I felt God had, well, I not felt, I knew that God had called me to do this and he empowered me to do it. Um, along with that calling, I was, I was to expose evil, but I was to give hope to people when I exposed evil. And then I was to call people back to the word of God. And calling people back to the word of God is part of the process of also giving people hope. But it's also it is helpful in other ways, too. So that's how I got into it. And um, uh, another thing I could say that is relevant to our discussion today is the first group that I started exposing was the Watchtower Society of the Jehovah's Witnesses, which is, it was created by the Illuminati and functions for the Illuminati and has a great deal of relevance to what we could discuss today. So anyway, that, that's an encapsulized answer. <laughs> I could talk for a long time about, about how I got into it. Well, I, I haven't read your other books. I don't have your other books, but uh, one of my friends told me a lot of your books are pretty much that thick. <laughs> I, or well, that's several of them are. What is it? That's a small one. <laughs> this thing's bigger than my freaking head. I got a big head. <laughs> but um, people joke books. I write tomes. <laughs> but yes, and you are. I don't know when I was, I guess I kind of break broke through in the matrix out. I, I went in the military in 05 and right as soon as I got out the basic training AIT is when I woke up and I was like, what in the world did I do? You know, uh, I will say January, no, February of 06 is whenever I started this journey and I'm probably 06, 06, I'm 35 now and 06 probably is when I came across you, uh, of course, Alex Jones, uh, uh, Jordan Maxwell, um, William Cooper, um, and you were you and Bill Cooper are one of the few that I I remember from the videos from the that that I saw in the early days of YouTube was uh, talking about the Illuminati, 
And, but speaking of the Illuminati, you can search that, 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 that into YouTube, the search feature and you Google anywhere and you get fact checked. And here's what pops up. Uh, you might know what, what I'm talking about. When you searched in other platforms like Google, YouTube, it's going to have the Encyclopedia Britannica definition of the Illuminati. So, and when you click on that link, it, it, bring, it goes to Britannica.com and defines Illuminati and the designation in use from the 15th century assumed by or applied to various groups of persons who claim to be usually enlightened. The word is plural of the Latin Illuminatus, revealed or enlightened. So how accurate or misleading is that, uh, Fritz? Uh, I guess give us your, the people that may be new listeners, what is, is that accurate or is it, does it go a lot deeper the rabbit hole than that? <laughs> well, there's a kernel of truth to that. The, the word Illuminati means that they're illuminated. Uh, they're, these Gnostics, are illuminated to basically divinity, but they're uh, that they're enlightened. Yeah, uh, and it's common. Uh, it's a common slide to try to make people think that this is something that happened a long time ago, and it died out. But that's totally uh, false. And there's plenty of very knowledgeable occult sources that will tell you that. The Illuminati continued, but not only that, but I worked with um, many people that were either members or members trying to get out, and I helped a number of members uh, in their uh, in their attempt to break free from the Illuminati, and so it's very much alive today, and um, this. Uh, what I have I have seen of the organization over all these years uh, is just as much as if someone would would say, well, how do you know that your mother existed? Well, uh, I saw her for years, you know, and I've seen this stuff firsthand all around for years. I've met these people, talked with these people. Um, they've, you know, I've talked uh, with the the hierarchy, and they've they've they're They've got hubris. They're they're very confident um, of what they they can accomplish, and I was like really amazed at how confident they were that they could pull off all of this until I started seeing what happened two years ago, and boy, they just slam dunked this thing so easy. I re, I, now I realize why they were sure that they could pull it off. Um, but yeah, it's it's something real. And I have a friend, Damian Chapa, and he read my material like yours, took it to heart. And he went over to Germany, to Bavaria, and he tried to research the, the old Illuminati, the Illuminati that the books will admit existed. And he saw a cover up the whole way. They were trying to prevent him to go in and see the documents. Well, this is something that passed him. Why did they persecute him? Why did all these weird things happen to him while he was trying to uh, research something that supposedly passed him? No, it's present tense. And he, he got to see that firsthand. So 
I've heard many people are speculate and and other researchers they they talk about I wouldn't say the term Illuminati, of course, but the same type of bloodlines or like the ones that that came from the Bavaria or, or Germany. Um, some have speculated that these entities that they could be interdimensional entities, um, just like in I think it's just like uh, in the Bible, I, I believe it's in John. I believe it's John. Uh, in my father's house are many mansions. What, what what exactly is he talking about? Are they talking about other dimensions? And are there other entities out there? We we they could be demons. Um, did they come here and did they infiltrate or, I would say, did they possess these individual these individuals or these families uh, way back then or whenever it was? Or did they do this periodically? periodically throughout human history certain ones that sold their souls to the to the dark side to evil did these families not just these 13 bloodlines that 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 you discuss you research but has it gone back even more than that possibly that these entities have taken over like these bloodlines that you talk about and even way before that certain elements uh power power heads power figures back in the ancient days to this very present day? The uh, top Illuminati bloodlines that I mentioned in the book, those are the ones that are currently the top. I gave a little bit more than 13, although at the time I wrote the book, 13 was the number that they had at the top. In, in 2008, they trimmed that down to seven families. But anyway, I don't want to get into getting sidetracked track down that yeah uh plus, I, I will tell you because i have worked with people that were members of the illuminati and um i know very intimately you know um their perspective and 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 the rituals and all of that yes they believe in demons they do demonize their members and this and they do uh take uh instructions from satan and uh, I, I know that for some of the listeners to mention Satan, they are going to like, some people are just going to laugh and, and mock that. If they don't want to understand that, they are not going to understand the level of evil that we're confronting. Because they're great. Uh, people that are normal, that walk the street and just la-di-da, live normal lives, they can't imagine that there are people out there as evil as the people that I'm describing. And um, that may seem rather cold. I mean, if you met some of these uh, hierarchy members, you might find them uh, quite nice, quite likable. Some of them would be very intelligent. Some of them would be like your favorite uncle, but there's another side to these people. And to understand their agenda and what they're doing, you have to understand the depth of the evil that's behind this. And just just thinking it's a mere human agenda is not going to get you there. This is not a human agenda. And if you can wrap your mind around the idea of Satan and demons, fallen angels, that really explains that this is a non-human agenda to destroy the human race. 
And we are now facing, we are now on the brink of the extinction of humans as we know it. In fact, you know, if we get into it, Klaus Schwab, he's, he's openly said that um, we're, going, we're going to see a transformation and, uh, you know, we are going to change. He, this is a direct quote. We're going to change what it means to be human. And they are doing that. The first step is, is with this jab, but they're actually working to create a race of cyborgs. And humans, as we know it, are not going to, in their plans, are not going to exist in the future, um, except maybe them, maybe the elite that are, are running things. But they're heavily demonized. And a large percentage of them are under this trauma-based total mind control that I exposed that, um, they've been doing for centuries and it is a million when i say mind control it's a million times more powerful than what people think when when they think of mind control and that you have to read my book to to begin to understand how these people are locked totally into the mind control anyway go ahead hp lovecraft and you're talking about the satanist or evil and but hp lovecraft uh and it goes on with what you were just saying towards the end uh, about these the mind control and the, sh the sheep out there hp lovecraft uh this is a quote from him a dog is a pitiful thing depending wholly on companionship and utterly lost except in packs or by the side of his master leave him alone and he does not know what to do except bark and howl and trot about till till sheer exhaustion forces him to sleep that is so so true it's, it's almost like it's almost like my dogs, they know that I feed the dogs or they know that I feed them. My two, my Yorkie and my Westie. I feed, I take care of my dogs. My dogs need me. And it's almost like that's how we have become as a society, Fritz. It's almost like we would rather sell our freedom, sell our soul for the certainty of tomorrow. What you think about that? Oh, you want to think about that? So the yeah. way the uh, the trauma-based mind control works, I mean, there's, you know, I wrote hundreds of pages describing it, but I've read of some of those pages too. They're they're good. I'll try to give some of those the ones that I have on my computer. I'll put them in the links. One of the things about the mind control is they scramble and and create such scramble the victim's brain and, and create such chaos within the person's brain that the only way that they can function is if they have the handler or the programmer to program them what to do. So in that's the microcosm. They're doing the same to the whole world. They're making the world dysfunctional right now. Everything that works is going to be destroyed and, and not work. And we're going to depend upon someone to restore order, you know, order out of chaos. So this is this is why the German people wanted Hitler. They needed somebody to restore order. He got democratically voted in. A lot, lot more Germans wanted Hitler than Americans wanted Biden. Um, and it's because they needed somebody to restore order. That's where we're headed, is that total chaos. Um, 
Is that when anyway, the Antichrist is going to come about? Well, that's that's in the works. I, you know, I can talk about their script. I can talk about what their plans are and everything. If if you want to get into that. Well, I, I want to. I, I, it all kind of ties in together, uh, Fritz, um, with Illuminati, and with what I was want to kind of touch on with with COVID, with, with this pandemic, this uh, manufactured event that's been taking place the past couple of years and i feel like it's something to do with possibly it could be something with the anti the antichrist just like you you said it a lot better than i could ever just than i could ever say it and it also has something to do with um artificial intelligence ai i don't know exactly are they trying to make us more transhumanized for that type of technocratic future that we're facing what is going on this is the reason why i had to take a break uh for it away from from all of this yes ai plays a, a major role in all of this and it has ever since uh here in the united states it was during the carter administration that they got their beast computer in alaska up and running at that time they had three beast computers now they have a lot more and they were literally, they were way ahead of us. People had no concept that their technology was so sophisticated back then. They were literally able to control the world from those beast computers uh, and everything. They knew more about people than people knew about themselves at that time. So they were already using AI back then. Um, this artificial intelligence, uh, in the beast computer, when you talk to her, she sounded like a woman, a woman's voice. But she's much more sophisticated and much better program now. But uh, yeah, they'll eventually hook us all up to where whoever survives is just going to be an extension of this AI uh, intelligence. And then they will, they will feel like they're, they're totally godlike because they'll be able to micromanage every aspect of your life. That's where we're headed. Um, in between here and, and getting there, they're running what's called, what I call an apocalyptic Armageddon script. So in 1991, I came out with this huge book, 800 pages. I put it out uh, in a sense, kind of prematurely before it was polished, I put it out in rough draft form because at that time I felt that the information was so critical, it was more important that I get the information out than winning some Pulitzer Prize for a great uh, piece of, of literature or something. But I spent about a third of that book explaining how they were uh, tying all of the documentation hundreds of documents and stuff showing how they were going to create this Armageddon apocalyptic script. I showed how they created the Watchtower Society of the Jehovah's Witnesses, and then they went all over the world uh, selling fear of Armageddon with door-to-door. Uh, -door. It was carefully mapped up, out, mapped out the whole world, and um, they worked these territories make sure that everybody was informed that Armageddon was going to come. And then their mainstream media 
and Holly Weird, they have pushed this, this script too. And so we are going to go through their version of the apocalypse, you know, and, and that's what's coming. And, and it's not a pretty picture. And, and that's one way to look at what's coming. There's some other ways we can look at what's coming. Um, I'll, I'll turn turn it over to you instead but, of just hogging the. No, th th this is <laughs> my listeners are going to want to listen to you. You're a much more of an expert than I am, <laughs> so you have a lot more years of 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 all this mess that we live in of uh, just to decipher it, to decode it. But anyways, I I know this what I'm about to say may seem a little harsh, Fritz, but uh, I feel like the people's freedom haven't been pushed far enough with COVID restrictions, censorship over the past several years, me included, the inflation of the economy, and the list goes on and on. Um, I know, is, is it wrong of me to almost want things to get worse to where people have a severe reality check? So maybe people will finally wake up to this tyranny that we face. Because something's coming down the road, but but people, the mass majority are not awake. Yes, you have you have this cliche, this word woke, W-O-K-E that people are saying they're not truly woke. <laughs> no, they're very distinct. I don't know how to answer your, your question, whether it's what attitude to have. You know, I'm really well, I, I could I could guess I could be honest. I mean, I don't like to be dismayed but honestly i'm dismayed that the american people are spoiled and don't appreciate the freedom they have and so like when the, when the schools in my area started uh enforcing the children wear masks and all this other and then there were there were people going uh that were sent and women that were saying i saw you in the grocery store and you didn't have a mask on you know and stuff like this and my wife said you guys are throwing away your freedoms. Don't you realize what's going on? And this one woman replied back, what freedom? They didn't have a clue that we have freedom of assembly. You know, we, they closed down the, the, the churches in this area. They, wouldn't, they, they, they said Walmart was an essential business, but then the one place that, you know, which would have really helped people which uh, gave supplements and health food and things like that, they closed it down. So the one store that really would have been helpful, they closed. Um, this is not only unconstitutional, but it was a lot of other things too. It, uh, it, it was a slap in the face in terms of the, the Bill of Rights and people didn't even realize that they were losing their freedom and they don't appreciate it. And I don't know what to say, it's it just, uh, I, I don't know that people are going to wake up when they don't even know what their freedoms were. Have you seen the Matrix movies, uh, Fritz? I saw the first one. Okay, the third one just came out. Um, yeah. yeah. It, we just watched it uh, on HBO Max. My wife's the one that told me about it because she knew that that I like those movies. But um, I guess here's a quote within that movie. The sheeple aren't going anywhere. They like my world. 
they don't want this sentimentality. They don't want freedom or empowerment. They want to be controlled. They crave the comfort of certainty. <laughs> that gives me goosebumps, man. That gives me goosebumps. But I think elaborate right. on that. So I don't know if, if things slide further that that's going to make any difference to the sheeple. I, I'm, you know, they had been waging what the the these organizations have been blowing smoke up our, our orifices, claiming like National Security Agency, their name implies that they're going to protect us, but they have been the, the ones running these beast computers. They are the ones doing surveillance. They're the ones that are controlling us. So NSA, the CIA and the Pentagon all together have been waging something that they call warfare, where they have figured out how to shut down people's critical thinking. And they, on any of the major issues like COVID or whatever, they have shut their critical thinking down. They have managed- Doctors to program too. Doctors are getting, are where doctors can't speak out or, or, or they get banned on Twitter. Yeah, and a, a lot of how their programming is coming through the mainstream media, what they're doing. And it's very uh, sophisticated and people don't even know that they're controlled, but you you get onto any of these buzz subjects and their critical thinking shuts down and their eyes glaze over and you can't have a, a rational discussion about them. And, and all these media platforms, these lame, lame stream media platforms, they all have the same scripts. You flip from one channel to the next, they keep saying the same words, the same buzzwords, but like it's a saying who pay you it's this it's I, don't, I forgot where i heard that from but who who is behind the i would say even fox news seeing that all of these major you know some some have different agendas understand that but they basically are every, every news agency is following basically basically the same script so does it go back to the illuminati now you know who, who who's behind these people well, it, it de depends on how deep you want to peel back the onion. Now, uh, you know, you can peel back the onion uh, one or one la layer back or two layers back and say it's the CIA running uh, the mainstream media. Um, and people that uh, have been in the, the CIA or were going to be recruited by the CIA, CIA will tell you that the CIA controls the media. But in my Be Wise the Serpents book, I show that the CIA was created by the Illuminati and same way with the FBI. So the, they haven't corrupted these organizations. They created them from the start. Exactly. And, and also, but it, with these agencies, these alphabet, agencies the alphabet soup it somebody yes i believe the cia is, is behind a lot of those these media these lamestream media outlets but but it's also who is who supports them who's who's giving the cia and all these other alphabet agencies the the script to follow 
you know, I know you can keep peeling back the onion and you only get so far to where it becomes speculation, maybe very good, very good research, but it's, we still don't have the bull by the horns yet. And over the past several years, I'm flip-flopping a little bit, but my mind, my mind is spinning. This is the reason why I had to have a break, uh, Fritz, you know, from a lot of this. But over the past couple of years, you know, when Trump – go ahead. Seeing how those alphabet soup agencies are controlled, one of the keys um, is know, knowing the bloodline because you start – when you start tracking who's behind these companies, who's behind these uh, – you know, how did these – organizations get started and you start tracking people you know that's that's where you see like there there was the eugenics uh you know and you see who's created the eugenics organization who funded it and then how has that morphed into the organizations we have today which you know the eugenics organization literally if you're tracking the people that were that were financing and and so forth, you start seeing that the environmental movement is just an extension of that. So these are this is why the one of the reasons why the bloodline is so important to understand. But go ahead. Um, and the the Astor family, I believe, the the Astor family. I just saw a video on YouTube from 1934. It was a wedding. I forgot who it was. It was a wedding, an Astor family wedding. And they said she will now inherit uh, or, or get, I believe it was $15 million. So I looked that up. That is, um, it's 20, a dollar. I think it equated like 200 something million today is what it was. I believe one million back then is like 19 or 20 million today or 1 million today is like 19 or 20 million back then so you do the numbers and for for some of the others uh the rockefellers and who are some of these if you had to put a a finger on one of the the families who probably controls the most the duponts uh Rockefellers, Astors, who, who would you say probably calls, who's the shot caller? If you had to actually, I know you don't want to just probably say one because they all play a role in our tyranny. I know that, but who, who has probably the most power over the, over today and probably the past several hundred years? Well, the bloodlines that, the bloodline that is woven into things and uh, the head of the Illuminati today has this blood. It's the Merovingian. And um, that's the, if you want to understand them better, there, there was an excellent trilogy on this bloodline. Um, the first book was Holy Blood, Holy Grail. And it was written by a trilogy of authors, Pageant, Lay, and Lincoln. And then they wrote a trilogy of books the Holy Blood, Holy Grail, Temple in the Lodge, and Messianic Legacy. And that they did an excellent job of uncovering how the Knights Templar 
were actually designed to protect this bloodline. And that bloodline is like the core. And uh, the head of the Illuminati today is a descendant of the Merovingians. He also is related to Weishaupt. And see, that's the thing that, that the slide, they, they make it sound like the this Illuminati organization that was back there during the French Revolution, it died out and it was just a bunch of um, uh, philosophers or people that were seeking enlightenment and that they were enlightened, um, well-wishing, uh, thinkers that that you know were getting together they're really missing they really sidetrack you from the fact that there were bloodlines involved and yeah they brought in people but uh it really sidetracks you from the whole dynamic of what really happened and the late the late tex mars also had uh here's a book from the late tex mars codex magica is a very good read. Um, did you ever meet uh, Tex Mars? Tex Mars was the first person uh, that had uh, a public audience to back what I was doing. So in 1990, I came out with my book, The Watchtower and Masons, where I showed that Charles Taze Russell was a Freemason and the connections of the Watchtower Society to Freemasonry. And he sold my book for a number of years and he had me on his show a number of times. So yeah, I have met uh, Tex Mars in person. You know, I've traveled to, to Texas and, and spent time with them. Didn't so, he have something to do yeah. over the Prophecy Club? Or Pardon? Who, who was over the Prophecy Club? Dan Johnson, totally different person, totally different organization. I wasn't sure if uh, Tex Mars, I remember... I forgot. I, I've watched so many older, like old lectures and stuff like that. And, uh, and you can't even find them on YouTube anymore. They, they, I think a lot of them are still there, but you have to search for them. Now you got to go to places, you know, bit shoot and, and some other sites, but uh, text and, and I've heard you talk about symbolism also. Um, with so many different avenues we can go. It's, it's hard to stay on on one particular because we could be here all day you know uh fritz but with hollywood and the music industry is that the same type because you hear a lot of the illuminati in hollywood the the hollywood illuminati is that the same type of uh families that that you discuss or you research and others research or is it a total different entity uh with that's going on in Hollywood and music industry? Well, it's a mixture. Uh, you have some people that are, are bloodlines. Um, Tom Hanks, the Hanks family is related to Lincoln. And in my Collins uh, chapter, I go into how uh, Abraham Lincoln was secretly a Rothschild and Tom Hanks is related to uh, 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 Abraham Lincoln's mother, who was a Hanks, who was uh, in North Carolina impregnated by a Rothschild. Um, so, yeah, there is 
some connection there uh, between Hollywood and the the bloodlines, direct connection. But there's also um, another way it connects is, is this trauma-based mind control that I discussed, which uh, basically goes back to the uh, Illuminati. It was something that they carried out within their bloodlines for centuries. And now it's been externalized more into uh, into society in general, but uh, a lot of the actors are under this total mind control. There are actually multiples, um, and the, some of those actors, it's real obvious. I mean, some of them, like Roseanne Barr, have come out and just said, "I'm a multiple, and I've been uh, screwed every which way possible," and and just exposed what exposed some of what's happened in their life. Um, and then, you know, uh, people in, that are in LA or related to Hollywood can tell you firsthand how close it is wrapped up with Satanism and satanic covens and blah, blah, blah. Why do they use and all this Greek symbolism though, uh, Fritz? You know, they, they like using the all seeing eye. They like seeing, you know, they like covering, they like covering one eye and now I, I don't I don't know as much as you Fritz when it comes to this but the way I explain to my friends is that the ones in Hollywood that that do all this Jay-Z and and all these big big wigs in Hollywood and the music industry and and you know uh, uh, other uh actors they are just used like a a tool for the actual Illuminati that they are used just like a hand tool a a, a jigsaw uh anything to help mind control and and push us further down this uh road of tyranny that 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 we are facing even today but it, it started way back then though they're just letting everybody know that they took the oath um you know that they're serving lucifer and that's how they got their uh, got their position um yeah uh, you know, this one person, he was a great musician on his own. And then he was approached and said, if you will sign this contract where you give allegiance to, to Lucifer, I will make you big. You know, I mean, I've had people tell me, this is what you have to do to, to make it big. You know, you have to sell your soul. And so when they do these hand signs, they're just letting everybody else that's in the know realize yeah i uh this is who i serve you know i serve the all-seeing eye and and why is it that a lot of these actors um man i'm trying to find it a lot of these actors they are they die of overdoses they die of unnatural causes and most of them die at the age of 33 is this some type of illuminati sacrificial altar to some altering to the some kind of dark uh entity that that's that's lurking in behind the scenes in in this world or well, uh purpose uh they're inside terminology for this of the the programmers and handlers of this mind control is they use the term throwing the person from the freedom train of course, you have to understand uh, everything's upside down. So, you know, they're throwing them from the freedom train. There's no freedom in being a slave. 
Um, they're throwing them from the slave train. But uh, at a certain point, there are certain points in time uh, that the mind control, the mind is such an, an incredible thing that it will start decomposing and pulling itself back together and fighting against the mind control. And there's certain periods of time that they know uh, that they're at risk for the mind control to fall apart. And so why wait? You know, why not just kill the person before they become a liability? So that's one reason why they throw them from the free freedom train is they, they can replace the person and they, they just don't want to take the risk of something happening that would ex expose or be embarrassing to them. So they just, they just uh, off the person. And a lot of this, and a lot of this back to the symbolism, um, you see it in these commercials, you see it in, you see it in the Super Bowl commercials, you, you see it the halftime, and we got the Super Bowl coming up uh, within the next month and a half. And it's a lot of these, when, when the, in the music industry, a lot of these songs, I really, I'm really new when it comes to like reverse speech and stuff like that. But um, some of the books I've read and some of the videos and lectures I, I've watched and uh, looked into that when they play a lot of these songs um, backwards and not even backwards, sometimes the way they sing a certain song, it's almost like a, it's almost like they're casting a spell upon society. And at first I was totally against it. Well, cause I thought it was just way out there until I looked into it further. And I said, come on, Mike, go, you just got to look into it. And it's very, and if you think about it, a lot of these pop songs, these rock, rock songs, rap songs, it puts people into like a trance. And it's kind of a scary thing whenever you start thinking Illuminati and their ties with Hollywood and music industry. And there's so many things of, of, of why we are where we are today in society, the way the world is today. Uh, they are very sophisticated with their mind control. So if you're watching television, you're being programmed. It's just that simple. Yes. Even if you're watching things um, on the internet, and there's a lot of danger in the internet too. Um, a lot of dangers with cell phones. And a lot of people don't realize even when your cell phone's off, it's still listening to everything you're doing. Did, did you hear about, I, I don't know who was who was the one that, that talked about it if it was david ike or somebody i don't know that five that the reason why covid was it came out or is actually the coronavirus has been around for a long time but there's something in our genes when they started releasing the 5g technology of our phones the 5g it it did something to our DNA and it actually released the virus within us. Have you heard that, that theory, uh, Fritz? I've heard a number of theories on 5g. Uh, Go and I, spill some of them. Or is to confirm the different theories. Um, I do know that it, it messes with uh, our oxygen because it, uh, 5g resonates at the, frequency of oxygen 
So it actually interferes with your oxygen intake. Um, could it interfere with your like oxygen? My- could it interfere with your oxygen that's 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 in your blood? Is, is that the reason why maybe when 5G yeah, was it, released that people are really suffering with breathing during this this COVID? I don't know. Yeah, it, it enhances the problem. Um, yeah, 5G is dangerous, uh, definitely. But microwaves, microwaves would interfere with the frequency of water. You know, you, you have a microwave hit water and it cooks it, you know. Um, and we have, if you think about it, uh, it's microwave energy that's involved with the radar. So if you live around a airport, how do you think those planes are landing with heavy duty radar? And, and so you're getting, I don't know what the exact amount would be. And maybe, you know, it could be a million times more uh, microwave energy than what's natural. Um, so we're being bombarded with all of this stuff and it, and they know, they know that these are going to disrupt our health. Is harp still up and functioning harp in Alaska. Yeah. Um, and we're probably watching weather modification as we speak. I'm surprised we haven't had any interruptions right now because, um, I live in Louisiana and, and it's. We've had the past week or two, couple weeks in Louisiana, we've had 80, today it was 82, you know, they are definitely, but they're using this weather modification as global warming or the climate change, you know, but it's, they're trying to put it on us that we're the cause of Louisiana. Normally this time of the year, it's usually the 40s or 50s or on a warm day in this in the upper 60s not 82 degrees but they're trying to blame us for this weather for this climate change but it's it's really the tampering of the elites the illuminati with this uh with their weather modifications with chemtrails and everything like that yes uh they're using that as a pretext to bring in draconian tyranny uh and I would like to actually uh, talk some with, uh, to your listeners. Uh, I know some of the listeners probably know more than I. Some people think that they know more than I and know less. And then some <laughs> of your listeners know very little. So there's probably a wide range of, of uh, awareness among your listeners. But some people may not be aware of... Uh, like I already mentioned that they're trying to bring in this apocalyptic uh, Armageddon script. Uh, and, and if you go to, so the, the book of Revelation, as well as some other uh, prophetic books in the Bible are very helpful to understand what's happening today. But there's other ways we can understand what's happening. Also, we can go to things that they're saying, because this is kind of an open conspiracy in some ways. They're saying a lot of, things right out in front of us, even though some of it's mumbo jumbo. And so if you look at the World Economic Forum, and the head of that is someone who's Illuminati, Illuminatus, if you want to use the singular, Klaus Schwab. And um, there, there's three things that, that they, they, three points that they give. And, and of course, this is mumbo jumbo, 
they they're they hide what they're going to do behind this mumbo jumbo. They're going to have a stakeholder economy. You know, they're they're going. That's the first thing they want to bring in equitable, green, sustainable agendas. You know, smart meters and, and that's smart meters. Pardon me, smart meters. I've heard, yeah. I've, heard, I've heard they're trying and, to bring the smart meters too. But uh, based on governance ESG uh, metrics, and the fourth one is, or I mean the third one is the fourth industrial revolution. Now all these are kind of code words that they use, which sounds good, but basically if you start peeling away the the marketing, this is all marketing to make us just sit back and say oh well this isn't so bad you know and and there this this makes a lot of sense although it doesn't make any sense if you understand it but it, it's they're running some strategic deceptions on us they their double agents within christendom have been promoting some deception about armageddon and, and the apocalypse likewise they're deceptive about their great reset, you know. I mean, stakeholder economy, it sounds good. The guy who came up with the concept, Freeman, he jokes that he looks like Marx, Karl Marx. <laughs> um, and, you know, if you listen to what he's saying, you know, it sounds good. But how is this going to actually be implemented? How are they going to actually implement these green sustainable agendas? Well, you can look at what New York is doing right now. The state of New York has outlawed people burning wood. And all the new houses cannot burn or, or cook with, with gas, you know. And people are fleeing this tyranny. And that's just the beginning. They have on the drawing boards uh, laws that they can come along and basically without any reason arrest anyone and lock you up and throw away the key it, it just they're 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 setting up a, a a stalinist russia type scenario uh where where you're just under draconian conditions and i'm i, I, I love nature i i love taking walks fritz uh i go to the park a good bit you know I go walk jog or whatever um love fishing don't really hunt any, but one thing I can't stand, and you are exactly right, that it, it goes way back, I guess, the, the agenda 21 to what you just said uh, with this draconian system that they're, that they're bringing this green movement and, and talking about climate change and everything. But let's save the environment, but, but to hell with everybody else. Let's expose everybody to radiation, smart watches, uh, 5g technology we don't matter you know it's depopulation it is depopulation and they renamed agenda 21 uh, agenda 2030 so they 30. pushed the agenda a little bit um exactly they uh it is genocide it's genocide and uh that we can we can bring that to light publicly just calling people's attention to the georgia guidestones which say that they want to reduce the population to 500 million now i confronted the hierarchy 
um, talked with them, uh, asking them directly, uh, are the Georgia Guidestones correct? You know, is this how you want to bring things about? And they told me that they didn't want quite that much of a population reduction. I can't remember the figure they gave me, 800 million or 1 billion people. But anyway, the bottom line, whether it's a few more million or not, is there's going to be drastic uh, population reduction, which they've already started. And um, it's really difficult for those of us in the know to watch this genocide going on in front of our eyes. And the Georgia Guidestones also have said that they're going to rule passion with tempered reason. What that really means is, again, this mumbo jumbo is that they're going to eliminate all the monotheistic religions except Luciferianism. You know, and the hierarchy told me that they want, that they don't mind Roman Catholicism and the Church of England. And the Church of England also goes by the name Episcopalian or Anglican. They don't mind them surviving. But those, those two denominations are totally compromised. Uh, back in, I think it was like 94, 1994, um, I came out with the list of 200 Vatican officials. I gave their secret Masonic numbers, their secret Masonic initiation dates, their secret Masonic names, and these were top Vatican officials. So Freemasonry is running the Vatican. There were two people that lost their lives to come up with those, those names for me. And um, sadly, when I, when I published these 200 names, it's like nobody cared, nobody was interested. Now I think that people are seeing this thing right in their face. I think there's more, pe some people are waking up and definitely more interested in this stuff. But for a while there, William Cooper and myself were basically uh, voices in the wilderness, you know, not very many people were, were willing to uh, confront that there could be this, this serious evil confronting us. Exactly. Well said, Fritz. And since we're on the, on this topic, um, and, and we're only scratching the surface on so many things it's, but with, with the population and with what's going on in the world, the past couple of years and up into this point, um, what is what is the agenda? What, what what is the end game, Fritz? I, I know I'm asking you to speculate some, but a lot of things that you've researched and 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 wrote about, they have come to fruition. So, uh, so you, so your your theory, your speculation, uh, it it's it it means something, especially to me and people that that are listening to this. Yeah, it's more than speculation. Some of this is stuff that they have actually written down. And um, some of this I have also gotten from in insiders and members that have tried to break free. Um, I worked with an, quite a few um, uh, people that were, had been members of the Illuminati that were trying to break free. And um, they would talk to me what they heard in meetings. So a number of people have told me what they heard in meetings you know, where some of these meetings, they would cover the 20-year, 40-year, 50-year plans. Um, 
And, and so it's not really, I, I'm not a, I don't call myself a conspiracy theorist. That's just bogus uh, slander. I'm a historian and I'm just reporting as a journalist what people that have, were insiders, what they heard or what they've actually, some of the insiders have, have felt comfortable telling me because they, um, I mean, I treat these, when, I, when I've talked with hierarchy members, I treat them as Christ would. And that bothers some people, but Christ said that we're to love our enemies, we're to, we're to do good to them, and we're, no matter who it is out there, there's the golden rule that applies. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I, I, I have no disrespect for these people. I mean, they, I know what they are, and um, these people are, are psychopaths, they're mass murderers, they're pedophiles and everything, but that doesn't mean that I should hate on them. And in dialoguing with these people, um, you know, I, I've, I've, they're, they're, they've got a lot of hubris and arrogance, and they don't feel like anything can stop what they're going to do. And so uh, I, I've actually been able to, to hear some of this stuff firsthand or read about it. And if you go to Albert Pike's letter to Mazzini, both Albert Pike and Mazzini were Illuminati members. And um, Albert Pike says, we're gonna create three world wars. And the, uh, you know, the third world war is to bring in Luciferian religion across the board in the in the world. That's where they're going to get rid of all these monotheistic religions that bother them, like Christians. Christians really hate them. In fact, the hierarchy told me that they want to eliminate Christians. And in working with Illuminati mind-controlled slaves, uh, some of them have programming that uh, after a certain point they're going. What they're going to do is, is they're going to flip the system. So there's a lot of, of fake Christian ministers out there. A lot of them are under Illuminati mind control. They're going to flip them from being Christians to Luciferians or Satanists. And when there's this great falling away after that, they're going to program, they're going to trigger these program people to go out and hunt Christians down and kill them. And we're not looking at a very pretty picture in the future. Um, but they want to get rid of, they want to martyr the Christians. In some countries, that kind of stuff has already happened. In Africa, you've, you've had people hunt down a whole villages of Christians and massacre them. And of course, mainstream media doesn't even talk about it. So, uh, yeah. The, and so anyway, someone, someone who, who is a Freemason who's willing to talk with me, um, at this point, I'm not mentioning the person's name. But they said that uh, these other Freemasons that were Luciferians uh, were saying, hey, we're watching exactly what Albert Pike wrote about. Because he said that the nihilist would be released. Well, that's what BLM, Black Lives Matter, is all about. They're nihilists. And then they, Albert Pike hinted uh, that uh, the Christians in these last times would not know where their leadership was. Well, that's true. You look at, at the QAnon movement and other things like this, the Christians are kind of clueless as to where their leadership is. Um, so yeah, the, the in, these insiders are saying, we're watching Albert Pike's predictions come true, you know? Exactly. 
Exactly. And, and where is QAnon now? You know, um, but the, the, that's another topic for another day. But you were talking about the the masonry, Freemasons. My grandfather, my uh, man, it, it's right now. It's eleven twenty-two. I see eleven twenty-two. I don't. My mind is like goes. It's like a, a hamster wheel. I see that number everywhere. I see eleven, and I see twenty-two everywhere. But we're not even going to go down that rabbit hole. But <laughs> but anyways, uh, getting off topic. My mind is scattered sometimes. That's why I had to take a break, like I said. But my, my, I asked my grandfather, "What do I have to do, uh, pops, for me to to be a, a mason?" And he said, "The first rule is, hey, I think he's in a, a Scottish Rite Freemason, I believe. Uh, he said that you have to believe in a God. He said, believe in a." god and it didn't really dong on me until i don't know the older i got the more research i did you know and so are these a lot of these i know my, my grandfather he, he just he's just one of the good old guys he i could be wrong but i don't think i think he's one of the he's the head of his lodge but I don't think he knows anything sinister. Now, I could be wrong. I'm open to anything. And he, he, he's not that high up on, on the food chain. But then again, I could be wrong. But what, what exactly are these masons? Are they malevolent or uh, the, what exactly are they trying to teach amongst their their fellow uh masons uh with their teachings and going up the ladder with all the the degrees and who exactly what did my grandfather mean by you have to believe in a god i know i'm asking you i'm jumping around a little bit but break that down for me a little bit uh fritz okay you've opened up a, a huge can of worms and <laughs> it, it's a subject for a whole book but i'll try to the cliff notes version <laughs> One of the things I do open people's eyes is talk about the first two things you do to join the first degree. The first thing you do is, is fill out some paperwork saying you want to be initiated uh, into the mystery. It, you can go to all the good Masonic philosophers like Manley P. Hall and a whole number of others, and they will tell you the mysteries of Freemasonry are the mystery religion. So you're asking to be initiated into the mystery religion. The second thing you do is you take on penalty of a gruesome death and you have a sword put to your, your chest that you will ever conceal and, and, and never reveal the secrets of Freemasonry. In other words, you're pledged to deception. And so as you go up through Freemasonry, you, you're going through an occult system. A cult has the esoteric and the exoteric. So you're, you're involved with symbols. So if you see the square and the compass, and then you have a G, the square and the compass, they have their symbols that have meaning. The G, it has meaning. Uh, initially, they're gonna tell you the G stands for God. But as you, <coughs> as you go up, you're gonna be told, oh, this stands for gnosis, knowledge. 
you know, because you're now getting into Gnosticism. The Illuminati primarily are, are into Gnosticism, which is one reason why they discount God. But when you get up even higher or into the kinky, weird stuff, the nasty stuff that they do in the Lodge secretly, then you find out that the G stands for genity principle, which means buggering little boys and stuff like this. I mean, I have a book, it's a Masonic book, The Secret Life of Freemasonry. And there's an inside picture showing all these little naked children uh, trembling in front of the Grand Master. One of the survivors, I have a, uh, a drawing from one of the survivors. The term survivor means somebody who was subjected to this trauma-based mind control. And they show a group of naked little children trembling in front of the, the abusers. I mean, the two pictures remind me of each other, uh, similar pictures. Of naked little children trembling in front of in front of this. This is what we eventually get into. So it can get pretty nasty, um, you know. Uh, but there's a secret side to Freemasonry. So if you are a Satanist and they know it, that the heads of Freemasonry want you, so they will cut you. They'll cut deals with you. So uh, they'll let you in. Uh, they'll allow you to skip the lower initiations and just come right in at the at the higher level. Whereas some schmuck that that's just a, a Christian who thinks that this is going to help him with his business by being a Freemason, he's going to have to work hard through all the levels. I mean, there's it, it's pretty complicated what it's all involved with, and it's it, it's a complex answer as to how much each Freemason knows. Some people go through. And they're blind like the general mass of sheeple. I mean, the the people out there on the street should be seeing a lot of this stuff, but they're not, you know. And some people go through Freemasonry with blinders and, and just it, it doesn't click what they're involved with. Well, Fritz, that's about going to wind it up for this time. I know we talked pre-show. Um, you're going to be pretty busy with some things coming up. And but I really... If it takes a month, if it takes two, three, four months, you know, I want to get you back and we can discuss a look, maybe kind of where we left off, um, like sex trafficking, Luciferianism, maybe get more into the mystery schools, into um, Freemasonry and and some other things that we probably left out, man. It, and I apologize to the listeners and I apologize to you too, Fritz. I was jumping all over because I, I felt like a fat kid in the candy store having you on the show today because I, I wanted to try to pick your brain with this, 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 and that. My mind's going all over, you know, I got, I got your book right here and it's, I'm telling you, it's been a treat. It's been an honor, my friend. And please, uh, we'll, we'll let's just keep in touch. And I want to get you back on in the near future. I know you got some stuff coming up. Uh, we talked, uh, pre-show. But at least within the next several months, you know, um, sometimes in 2022, get you back. Is that a deal? Well, we'll see how it all pans out. And uh, I'm just grateful to the good Lord that he's empowered me to do what he called me to do. And he's protected me. Um, I don't take anything for granted, you know, and we're going into some really crazy uh, really crazy time period and um you know i just had my neighbor go into the hospital and die he was a friend of ours 
and uh, th they killed them within hours. And um, it, it's just, it, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot and we're going through a lot and we'll just have to see where we're at uh, in the future. And if I'm able to do a show with you, great. Awesome. Um, and we're going to leave off with whatever message you want to, you want to say, it could be 30 seconds. It could be a minute. Uh, well, I guess something, cause we've been talking about a lot of doom and gloom stuff. Uh, something that, that, that can, is, is the future, is it hopeful for humanity? Does, are we going to win this war? Um, um, or, or, okay, well or, or, or is it all doom for us? When we go to the, the scriptures, the Bible, and the only hope that I can really give people is through Jesus Christ and, and the scriptures. When, you, when we see the biblical prophetic narrative, we see that, that God is in control and evil is not out of control, even though it seems like it's out of control. And evil contains the seed of its own destruction. So there is hope in the long run, but the hope is in a place where a lot of people don't want to look it's jesus christ it's the scriptures the scriptures have a narrative of all of this that explain what's happening and that narrative has a lot of positive meaning to it um so we can reframe these negative things and realize that um that god's still on the throne and in control unfortunately mankind has set themselves up for a lot of craziness and we have ourselves to blame. I know that that uh, there's these entities that you have been talking about, satanic entities, you can call them aliens, aliens or, or demons or whatever you want to call them. We've got some interference, non-human interference. I know that's been going on, but humans have also made choices. And but we're going to have to pay the consequences for those bad choices. All right, Fritz. Well, I appreciate it, man. And uh, and you have a good evening, and we'll definitely keep in touch. Okay. Thanks, Michael. It's been a pleasure.